Hi everyone, welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv. I am back from Toronto. I went to Toronto um, for two days, I guess. I was there for two days, one night. Um, it was like a super quick trip, but I went because I was on The Social, which is kind of like a afternoon talk show in Canada. And it has like four hosts and they're all just like these really awesome super badass women. So it was a huge honor to be invited to come on to that to talk about my cookbook. Um, So I did a segment, obviously, because the book is called Live Bees Vegan on a Budget. It was all about how to be vegan on a budget. And then I showed them some recipes from my book. So we did some lasagna soup, some chocolate chip banana bread in a mug, some crispy avocado open-faced sandwiches. What else do we have? Vanilla almond butter, uh what else oh nachos we just had such a good spread of stuff and they all actually really enjoyed it none of them are vegan so that was really cool and then also while I was in Toronto I got to meet up with my friend Candice and you guys probably um if you've been listening to the podcast all the way through you probably heard my episode with her we did an episode on breakups and then I got to meet up with a bunch of other bloggers and instagrammers we did like a high tea at this place called Sorelli and Co they give you like tea and like dainty finger sandwiches and this place was all vegan so they had like little vegan grilled cheeses and like mini pizzas which is weird for a high tea but it was actually really good um So that was really fun. And I got to meet a bunch of people that I've known through the internet, but never met in real life. So it was really cool. Overall, it was just a really fun trip. I also had the best flying experience in my life. It was actually because of CBD. So if you guys don't know what CBD is, basically the marijuana plant has a bunch of different, I don't know if they're types of molecules, but you have the, I think the main ones are THC and CBD and THC is the psychoactive one is the part that gets you high. I'm butchering this. Anybody who knows more about this is probably rolling their eyes, but basically CBD is what kind of like relaxes your body and is what helps people with pain relief. But I've been reading tons and tons of things about people using CBD for anxiety and different things. And back in October, marijuana became legal in Canada. So it's actually sold in stores here, which is really cool. And so I got some CBD and I ended up taking it on the airplane for my flight and it just relaxed me and helped with my anxiety so much. Like, you know, when you're nervous for something, you're like your heart rate speeds up and you get kind of like cold and sweaty and um, your stomach does that thing where it like flip flops inside your body. So I get that a lot when I travel and it's not even like I'm, you know, super scared of flying. I just find the whole experience of travel, like security and like the big crowds and being in that like really tense energy that everyone's giving off when they're waiting for a flight or they're traveling. I find it really, really stressful. And so I took a bunch of CBD for my flight and it was the most calming, amazing experience. I literally just sat there and listened to the Healy album. If you guys listened to the last episode, I talked about an album called Sublux by Healy. And I listened to that album all the way through and I just like meditated the whole flight. It was the most blissful flight. And I never thought I would ever have a blissful flying experience because like I said, usually I'm just like really anxious and stressed, but it was amazing. Like we landed in Toronto and I just felt so refreshed and yeah, it was amazing. So, uh, yeah, that was my trip to Toronto. (laughs) I just rambled for a little bit. That has absolutely nothing to do actually. Okay. 
there is a slight little tie-in here with today's episode. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about feeling confident when your skin is not what you want it to be. So when I was in Toronto, I went to a store that sells these products. There's a brand called The Ordinary, but everything is so cheap because they don't do any advertising or marketing or anything. So they're able to keep their costs really, really low. And it was amazing. And I got some new skincare stuff. And then while I was there, I got the idea to do this episode all about skincare because I feel like skin is something that we can all relate to. So yeah, this episode is going to be all about how to feel confident with bad skin. Okay, so little disclaimer. I called it how to feel confident with bad skin, but to be honest, I just called it that so that people would have kind of an idea of what I was talking about. I originally wanted to call it how to feel comfortable in your own skin, but I thought that sounded too general and not like I was talking about your actual skin, like the organ skin, um, it, that sounds more kind of like a body positivity one. So I wanted to make it very clear that this is about skin. But I just want to say right now that bad skin, because everybody's like, oh, my skin's bad. Oh, I have such bad skin. Bad skin is such a relative concept. And if you think your skin is bad, there's probably someone looking at you that thinks your skin is amazing. Perception is everything. So I just wanted to put that out there that I am not saying any one type of skin or skin condition is bad, but I think we all kind of think about our own skin conditions as bad. So that's why I wanted to call it that. Honestly, I know that probably 99% of you who think you have terrible skin, if you went up to a stranger and said, do you think my skin is horrible? They would probably be like, no, your skin is nice. But we are all our own worst critics and we're all <laughs> quite a bit meaner to ourselves than we would be to someone else who had the same skin. So just keep that in mind, but I just wanted to clear that up because I know the title seems a little bit mean, but uh, yeah, if that sounds good to you, then cozy up, grab a little mug of tea or some coffee or just some water, maybe some lemon water. And yeah, let's talk all about skin. Where do I begin with my skin story? So I have rosacea, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically a skin condition that makes you have really red and hot and inflamed skin. It can also cause like thickening of the skin or bumps or different kind of like almost like acne, but it's a little bit different than regular acne. And a lot of times people get it on their cheeks, chin and nose, but you can kind of get it anywhere on your face really. And there's no cure for it. You kind of just have to like manage it and live with it. Um, so I have had rosacea ever since I was young, I guess. When I was really young, I had like super rosy cheeks, which is cute when you're a kid, but not so cute when you're in junior high and high school and also starting to get acne. The rosacea underneath the acne just made it all so much worse. The acne was hormonal, to be honest. Like it's, there was nothing dietary or like any kind of lifestyle things that affected the acne. It was entirely hormonal. And now, even though I don't have acne all the time, I still break out about one to two days before my period every single month. And it's just like, there really isn't anything I can do about that. No matter how clean you are, or how much you wash your face or how much you avoid gluten, hormonal acne is not something that you can really control if you have hormones that fluctuate as all human beings do. My skin has always, like I've always 
blushed really easily, even if I'm not embarrassed, just kind of like any sort of, if I get hot or if I have spicy food or alcohol, anything that could kind of stimulate your face to get a little bit flushed, mine will get like bright red, especially if you're exercising. It just takes so long for the redness to go away. And I was always really, really self-conscious about my red cheeks. So growing up, I would, I started wearing makeup pretty young because like I said, I had acne and rosacea. So I would get like super high coverage concealer and um, foundation and like try and make my face all one color. Like I never wore blush or anything because I just like wanted the color out of my face so bad. My doctor gave me some creams and stuff for the acne and that honestly just made it worse. Like it made my skin really like raw and red. And it wasn't until about the last two years that I really truly healed my skin and that I can say I have like good quality skin now. Even though I still have a little bit of rosacea, my skin still flushes really easily and I get hormonal acne. The quality of my skin is a lot better and it doesn't always feel like it's raw and red and inflamed. Figuring out a good quality skincare routine has been huge and sticking to that has been huge. But also I got some laser treatments and that helped with my rosacea so much. I actually have a video, a couple videos on my second channel. One is about the laser, one is my skincare routine. So if you guys are interested in seeing those, if you also struggle with rosacea or sensitive skin, then my second channel on YouTube is called Live Be Lifestyle. So you can go check that out. Very recently, I actually decided to start wearing pretty exclusively, um, except for when I was in Toronto on TV, uh, pretty exclusively tinted moisturizer, which is a pretty big deal because anytime that I ever buy makeup, I would go for the thing that says full coverage. And a tinted moisturizer is about as far from full coverage as you can possibly get. Like it is so, so light coverage. I don't even know how to describe how not full coverage a tinted moisturizer is. So this is just a really big deal for me because I never thought that I would go out in public wearing just a tinted moisturizer. I always thought that was for people who just had beautiful skin already. Just wearing a tinted moisturizer really kind of slowly helped me get more comfortable with my skin and more comfortable with not feeling like I had to cover it up every day. So that was a couple months ago and I started wearing a tinted moisturizer and I love it. It definitely allows my natural skin to show through more and it allows more of the redness to show through. But honestly, I don't mind it anymore. I feel like it's kind of just something that makes me a little bit unique and it's not, <laughs> it's not this big, horrible thing like I made it out to be my whole life. I've just honestly learned to accept it. And so wearing a tinted moisturizer is like, a way to still have a little bit of coverage, but it also has been helping me feel more confident slowly with just being myself and having my regular skin and not feeling like I have to cover it up with a mask every day. Because although there is absolutely nothing wrong with wearing full coverage makeup, like I said, I wore it when I went on TV and when I filmed videos, I honestly just... I don't like feeling like I have to go through this huge, big process just to go out in the world. Like I'm not good enough without, you know, layers and layers of makeup on my face. Like that just eventually kind of wears you down and makes you feel like you're not good enough. And I really don't, I didn't like that for me. So, 
So I think I'm going to go a little bit in depth with kind of like the steps I took to get to the point where I'm at now. My skin has improved and there are definitely tips I have for skincare and stuff like that that I've learned along the way that have really improved my skin. But then I also do want to talk about confidence and feeling confident with your skin no matter what. Okay, so let's do some practical skincare tips there. It's just this whole world on its own. And I took a deep dive into it about two years ago when I started kind of wanting to have a really good skincare routine for myself. So yeah, I've learned a lot about skincare. I've learned a lot about what is worth it and what is not and kind of how to navigate skincare. But if I can kind of make one sweeping statement to everyone, it is this. Be very careful with what you are putting on your skin because your skin is your largest organ in your body. You kind of have to think of it like an organ, you know, it's not just this protective barrier that nothing can permeate. Things can soak into your skin and get into your body. So when choosing skincare, that's kind of something that I always have in the back of my mind. And then something else that I always have in the back of my mind is trying to choose things that are fairly simple. So that means like choosing things without a ton of ingredients in them. If you have rosacea prone or sensitive skin, if you're picking products that have a ton of ingredients, then it's going to be really hard to kind of pinpoint what is irritating your skin. And there's going to be more of a chance that your skin can get irritated. There are so many different types of skincare products and like so many different steps. But if I'm going to boil it down to the products that are a must for me, it is a good cleanser, one that also removes makeup, a toner. Not all toners are created equal. Some of them are very, very harsh and I don't recommend them, but I found one that is for very sensitive skin and it actually helps my skin um, because sometimes cleansers can kind of like dry your skin out. An exfoliator, there are basically two different types. One type is a physical exfoliator, which are the kinds that have, like for example, the St. Ives apricot, apricot scrub that a lot of people like. That has actual pieces of an abrasive material in it so that it actually physically exfoliates your skin. So it like scratches the layer of skin. I have tried so many scrubs like that in my life. And if you have rosacea or sensitive skin at all, or even acne, you'll know that it is painful and it's honestly, it just makes your skin worse. It makes it red, it makes it inflamed and it hurts. So I actually, two years ago, discovered a different kind of exfoliator, which is an enzyme exfoliator. And that's one that is quite often a powder and then you mix it with water and it's not abrasive at all. It kind of actually foams up when you put it on your face. It uses different enzymes to exfoliate the dead skin. So it, it, they basically like digest the dead skin, which is really gross, but it works really, really well and it's not irritating at all, I don't find. So yeah, I say exfoliator, but be very, very careful about what kind of exfoliator you use and make sure you get one that is gentle and not just something that has like little scratchy things in it to scratch your skin. I think these two kind of go hand in hand. So there's serum and there's moisturizer. I use both. Some days I just use moisturizer, but whenever I find a really good serum that I like, I like to use that before I moisturize. You can also just use a moisturizer. And again, for moisturizers, I like ones that are meant for sensitive skin. Something else that I have found that is so bad <laughs> are makeup removing wipes. 
I have tried so many kinds of them. First of all, they are really bad for the environment. Like when you think about it, a one-use wipe and they're very big. I find them really irritating and really scratchy and I don't ever find that they remove my makeup very well. So what I actually use are these cloths. They're called, I think they're called Black Magic cloths and I got them at Sephora and they're like these super, super like softer than the softest kitten you've ever felt face cloths. Um, that you're supposed to use to remove makeup and they're reusable. So I bought four of them. So they last me about a week and then I just wash them and reuse them. And they're so amazing. They work so well to take off makeup. And if you have rosacea or dry skin or sensitive skin or acne, they are so gentle and they don't irritate your skin at all. So if you have a good cleanser that's good at removing makeup and then you have one of those cloths, it is like a dream to take off your makeup at the end of the day. It's so easy. There's no scrubbing. There's no pulling and tugging at your skin. It's amazing. As you can probably tell, when it comes to skincare, I definitely think quality over quantity. Like if you have a really, really good cleanser and moisturizer and that works for you and they're really good quality, really good for your skin, go for it. Um, if you like to add kind of different products here and there, go for it. But if you're someone who, like me, struggled for a long time with sensitive skin and reactive skin, I would say keep it simple and limit the amount of products you're using so that you can kind of see what truly does not irritate you and what does. I feel like whenever people talk about skincare, they're like, yep, just do this, this, and this, and then your skin will be amazing. But what happens when you have an amazing skincare routine that works a lot of the time, but sometimes you still have breakouts or you still have skin that you look in the mirror and you're not happy with, what do you do then? Well, I'm going to tell you what you don't do. You don't feel bad about it. You don't tell yourself that you're ugly. You don't sit there and look in the mirror and have a negative spiral of self-loathing thoughts. You don't sit there and pick at your skin and poke at your face and touch it a bunch and feel really self-conscious because all of those things are bringing energy and attention to what you don't want. And whatever you focus on, your energy on expands. So whatever you are putting your thoughts towards and thinking about all the time, that is going to increase. It's basically a fact. Whatever you focus on expands. Whatever you think about and put your energy towards, you will attract more of. So if you are constantly thinking about how much you hate your skin, you're constantly feeling self-conscious and, you know, poking and prodding at your skin and picking at it, all of that is focusing attention on what you don't want. Telling yourself that you are beautiful and that you have really beautiful skin and that your skin is healing and it's doing well and it's glowing and you're taking care of it. Those are so much better thoughts to be putting out there and those kind of things are going to attract better skin. I promise it's obviously not like overnight your skin's going to go from being really acne prone to being like the most perfect skin ever but I promise as I always say positivity goes so far and you are never going to be farther behind because you had positive thoughts it is always going to be better even if your skin stays the same you will just start feeling better about yourself and you'll start feeling more confident in your skin focus your attention and energy on what you do want you want beautiful skin you want glowy skin you are happy that your skin is healing and that you're taking care of yourself 
all of those things are going to start changing your perception of your skin. And if you have ever heard that quote that says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. That's just another way of saying what I'm saying. Trust me, I know what it's like to feel like you want to hide behind makeup or when you feel like you look hideous because your skin is breaking out. Trust me, I have been there like for so many years. But now as I am going to be turning 25 in a few months in August, I've just realized that there is no time to be doing that stuff. Like life goes by so quickly and Anytime you look back on these times in your life, you don't want to remember all the times that you sat at home because you had some pimples on your face. You don't want to stay home from the beach because you're scared that it's going to wash your makeup off and miss a fun beach day with your friends. You don't want to not go hiking because you'll sweat your makeup off. You don't want to not go out and go party and dance your freaking butt off because, you know, your makeup's going to get ruined. Holding yourself back in life from doing things that will create amazing memories because you're self-conscious about your skin is just not the answer and it's such a waste of so many amazing opportunities so if I can give you guys one piece of advice and this goes for everything not just your skin but I know what it's like to feel self-conscious about your skin and I know what it's like to turn down invitations to go do things I know what it's like to go on vacation and not want to take photos because you know your makeup sweating off and your skin looks bad like I have been through it all and there are so many times that I look back on and I'm like wow My skin did not matter in that moment at all. And I do wish I had pictures from that trip or I do wish I, you know, went to the beach that day with my friends. Being mindful about the type of thoughts that you allow into your head and into your life about your skin, the story that you're telling yourself about your skin is so important. If you don't allow yourself to spiral into this negative thought pattern of I'm not good enough, my skin is horrible, no one's ever going to like me because of this. People are going to think I'm ugly. If you just slow down and you change your thoughts into something positive, then that is one step forward to a direction of being more confident. Because if you're always thinking negative things, then of course you're not going to be very confident. But if you are filling your life and filling your head with positive thoughts and you really trust that those positive thoughts are going to create a more positive reality that is going to make you more confident. So be gentle with yourself. Don't let any skin condition stop you from living your life. Make sure that you take care of your skin. Wear sunscreen when you go outside. Cleanse off your makeup. Clean your face at the end of the day. But you don't have to do all of these crazy, crazy things that the skincare industry makes you think you have to. You can wear makeup if that's what makes you feel the most confident. But just know that you are absolutely perfect without it. You don't need it. Being confident with your skin, it's the same as anything else. Being confident with anything in your life. You maybe have to fake it until you make it, but you really just have to start changing the story that you're telling yourself and telling yourself a more positive one. Like I said, take care of your skin. Be nice to it. It is a ginormous organ. (laughs) Make sure you're hydrated, but... Even if your skin is not where you want it to be, try your very, very, very best to be positive anyway and be confident now that even if your skin is not perfect, you can still be a kick-ass, amazing human being that does not let their skin hold them back. So 
I think that is everything that I wanted to say. I went a little bit off course with some of my points, but I think I covered them all. Um, But if you guys want me to go in depth with any other things about skin or any other topics, you can always send me an email or a DM on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you had any thoughts about it, I would love if you could leave a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you to everyone who has done that already. I appreciate it so much. Really hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I was going to say video. Really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever in the world you are. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.